Hello everyone and welcome back to Mage the Ascension Technogate 1999. Um, we last left our little troop here. Um, they were racing to try and get to the base of the mountain in the hollowed earth of altered earth. So altered hollowed earth I guess is where they currently are. They're trying to race to the powerful node slash sun slash core of the earth type kind of area. If you've ever seen uh, Godzilla uh, versus King Kong, they have like a little crazy looking um, place inside of hollowed earth. Kind of looks like that where it's like gravity is on two sides of like if you jump, you, you end up in this like kind of floating zone if you're in the middle kind of thing there's like floating rocks that are kind of showing you that you can kind of float in the middle but then you either go up or down depending on you know which side of the planet that you're you're on technically in the inner side and in the very center is this big ball of light and energy um, kind of looks like a sun but definitely is not because it's actually at the center of the earth um you guys are currently racing through the forest on like speed bike kind of uh um you know kind of star wars looking endor speed bikes that you guys are racing down the uh forests of the um altered earth and you are trying to get there before alex the virtual adept who controls altered earth gains access to it um, your father had set up a time loop, so you guys had been talking and um, were talking with your father when all of a sudden there was like a big flash um, at the like end of the day or end of the night, basically. Um, and you guys got reset. Um, your father was missing the second loop around when uh, time got reset to when you guys got there. Um, however, um, you found that your father was located in this hollow earth area and uh, you guys headed there and he informed you when you kind of caught up with him that uh, he had anticipated that you guys wouldn't remember what was going on um, and he was going to catch you on the next loop um, but he also did not expect you to remember what was going on um, and he fears that there might be something wrong with his spell um, because if you remembered um, then it's not quite filling up to his expectations and he's worried that Alex um, might or Alexander might know about this um, or might might remember the last loop as well or be able to possibly break his spell um, so at this point he is not sure if the the time loop will work again um, if Alex uh, Alexander gets access to the room or whether Alexander is aware of the time loop that you're currently inside of. Um, but with all that, let's go ahead and start off here and just get a little round of introductions. Um, so Tycho, tell us a little bit about your character and what does he look like? Uh, Tycho is uh, about 27 years old, kind of a lanky six foot one six foot two uh probably currently wearing a uh, metallic uh fabric jumpsuit and uh he's always wearing some sort of big bubbly goggles uh he's got a a gun belt that used to belong to his father the legendary adventurer buck samsonite uh his uh his childhood was uh in the the construct of the techno gate 
the technocracy construct in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, where he was awakened at a young age shortly after his father uh, disappeared uh, in the, I can't remember, I think 1985. Um, and uh, he continued growing up there, awakened, and at the age of 18 went off on a little adventure with some werewolves that we kind of learned a little bit more about last time. Uh, ended in tragedy, five of them died, one of them lived, uh, and I was able to get back. Uh, and, you know, my relationship with them kind of fell apart, and I uh, went moved back in with my mother, and she got me a job at uh, The Construct, where they put me kind of in charge of a Technogate Team 42, and we've been on adventures ever since. Awesome. Thank you, Tycho. And uh, Phaedra, tell us a little bit about your character and what does she look like? Phaedra is a 28-year-old uh, black female. Uh, she originally is from Las Vegas. Uh, grew up with her mother, uh, who was a stripper, who was a single parent. Uh, when she got to about the age of 17, 18, her mother uh, was murdered by a man named Mudden, uh, which then forced Phaedra to, to dedicate the rest of her life to hunting him down. Uh, when she got up here to Madison, that's how she found her trip, I guess, accidentally found this group uh, in the technocracy. Uh, she's a progenitor. Uh, she usually wears a white blouse, lab coat, black slacks, and a fanny pack filled with DNA samples and vials to get stuff done. Uh, so that is our character. Awesome. And Robert, tell us a little bit about your character and what does he look like? Uh, Robert Kell is in his late 20s. Um, pretty average, normal-looking guy. Wouldn't stand out in a crowd. Uh, upon closer inspection, that's kind of intentional. Uh, his background is with the New World Order as uh, he went undercover as an agent to infiltrate suspicious groups so he's always kind of in his suit and tie carrying his briefcase wears glasses just kind of slick black brown hair slicked back brown brown hair that's hard to say um otherwise pretty nondescript um you know as of what he also almost had a fancy metal helmet but unfortunately that was not to be due to a time loop um but he recently kind of turned his back on control and has been trying to kind of find a new way to do things while working with the Technogate team and uh, is hoping to basically save the world, I guess. Hell yeah. All right. And Malachi, tell us a little bit about your character and what does he look like? Malachi grew up in a military family. Uh, moved around a bit, enlisted right out of school. Uh, did a second tour with uh, the technocracy, where he led teams specifically hunting reality deviants. After he inadvertently made some friends with some reality deviants, he was cross-moded over to the civilian program, um, where he heads up security with Technogate 42. He is uh, six foot tall, dark hair, dark eyes, uh, dresses casually, unless if he's in the field, in which case he's wearing his, you know, normal 
uh, normal outfit. Awesome. All right. So you have all, um, you are currently all on your, uh, oh, I can't, the name, uh, escapes me, your speed bikes. Um, so you guys are all flying down towards the center of the mountain, or sort so, towards the center of altered earth, uh, or hollowed altered earth. And, um... You guys have already succeeded in your roles. I believe that it was um, Malachi was arriving early, um, and the rest of you were going to be arriving at about the same time as Alex. Um, so with that, um, Malachi, what would you like to do as you arrive? Um, you you as you arrive at like the base of this mountainous kind of area there is you know a bunch of trees that kind of line the bottom of the mountain but it becomes sparse as you get towards um the center there is a a path that you can start taking um to head down uh towards the door at the base of the mountain um or do you want to set up like a trap just before you get to the path i'm going to hide the bike uh, are these electric bikes? Um, they're, yeah, like electric. Alright, I'm gonna hide the bike, move the battery, and then take it with me, uh, and I'm gonna be heading towards the door. I, my intention there is to ambush him either as he's trying to open it, or perhaps even sneak behind him through the door real quick, and then attack him just inside. Or have a conversation just inside. Awesome, alright. Um, so you'll be the first one to start heading down the fear path. Um, so first thing that I want you to do is, what's your base willpower? Base willpower is six. Okay. Um, so I want you to go ahead and roll willpower, difficulty of eight, to start off here. All right. All right, looks like you got um, one success with the two botches. Or no, three or two successes. Two, yep, two. Um, so one, two successes. So with two successes, actually, you're doing pretty good as you kind of head down the first stretch of the, um, the path. Um, so the path is kind of a little bit of like a grassy kind of going up into this rocky um, kind of... Uh, the path itself is made out of like cobblestone um and kind of goes along a path of grassy grassy kind of open area as you get to the base of the mountain and the the trees kind of thin out and the cobblestone path this kind of goes straight up um the mountain into the the rocky area and just um, cuts a path through the mountain so that you're kind of walking with um like a shear of the mountain um around you um you kind of almost go into like a cave there's still a, like an opening up above you, um, but because of the way that you know where the light kind of comes from, it kind you become like a very shaded area where it's extremely dark around you, um, and there's like tight walls. You have about maybe um, I would say about ten feet um, wide is about the path that you're walking right now, and you can just feel fear creeping in around you you feel the shadows 
stretching out around you and there's some kind of faint light up ahead um make another willpower roll difficulty of eight um if i were to listen pause and listen what would i what would i be hearing um go ahead and uh before you make your willpower roll then go ahead and make a perception plus alertness difficulty of six okay yeah i feel like noticing the fear and especially with the prep that we did um with the dream sequences that we had uh i kind of want to just pause and get a feel oh wow uh two four six seven eight successes wow okay um so with eight successes um you can hear and you kind of are are watching around and you can see that you know most of everything that you're seeing is optical illusions and echoes of everything that's happening inside of the forest and the the surge of power that's coming from the the ball of energy above um this uh you know twin mountain peak um from the top and bottom of the earth and so it it is disorienting as hell but you kind of are able to navigate the sounds and make out where what which ones are echoes and you know kind of get a really good um you know look at you know being able to kind of identify that the the shadows you know are just optical illusions that are kind of coming out at you um so i'm going to drop your difficulty down to six for your next willpower roll okay Oh no. oh no! Oh no! Oh no! A whole lot of force. Um. So you botch. Um. So on, as you kind of you're like you you got this. You're like oh this is this is kind of a crappy spell. Like you're like I've run into much better optical illusion spells and and mind fuckery spells in your your past, and all of a sudden you see in front of you a flame um start like kind of appearing that seems to be like a uh liquid flame like being tossed out towards you something that's uh from like a fire um from a flamethrower kind of look and it seems to be like piercing through the darkness but you can't see what's on the other side of the 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 fire um the flame as it shoots out and it kind of like hits the ground and then kind of goes away and as you start approaching you see that there's a whole building that's on fire before you um and it is a very familiar building to you um this is one of the buildings that you raided um in order to take out a uh powerful deviant um, that had set up, set up shop inside of a um, apartment building. And you see the entire building on flames. Um, do I remember starting the fire? Um, I would say that the, um, the fire from what you remember got started during the fight but you don't remember really paying attention like you destroyed 
the target and you you kind of left and allowed for the regular authorities to kind of deal with the aftermath you never got a look at the aftermath at all um, but now you're seeing the aftermath before you and you see people caught inside of this burning building um, do you try and ignore the building and just move on or do you try and rescue um, a child that you see stuck on the third story of the building uh, ignoring the consequences was a mistake of my past and so no i need to i and i don't i haven't figured out that it's all fake and it actually might not be so i i need to go and i need to help yeah i need to help all um, right um so are you currently in your suit of armor I think just the exoskeleton, because he had one already built here. Oh, yes. Yep. If, if you'll let me have it. Um, yeah, I'll let you have, like, the base exoskeleton um, for, like, it's basically the the picture that we have there, but in more of the, just, uh, the the framework of that, rather than, you know, no gun or anything like that, no jetpack. But uh, it'll give you enhanced strength and dex. Um, add on to yourself uh, plus two strength, plus two dex, plus two stamina. Um, okay. And actually, the stamina is plus two armor. Okay. So that can soak some damage for you. All right. Uh, is there? Does it seem like there's a path up the outside of the building, or um, am I going to have to go inside? Um, looks like you might be able to scale the outside of the building depending on your athletic ability. Um, it will be athletics plus dexterity in order to. Um, either way, climbing the building will be a difficulty of seven. Going in, you will need many more successes, and it'll take just more time in general, um, no matter how fast you are, besides, you know, using magic. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to attempt to scale uh, the outside of the building, and I would like to get to the window that the kid is at, and then just, like, hang from it with one hand. And, yep. Uh, kind of like those, those uh, you know, pedestrian heroes that you see all the time on, on the YouTubes where <laughs> climbing up the building, saving ch children out of a burning building. Um, all right. So yeah, you solidly are able to get up there. Um, and once you get up to this, the spot, you can bust out the window and the kid kind of like reaches for you. Um, give me another dexterity plus athletics difficulty of six in order to allow the child to get down. Oh, there's, uh, hold on. I forgot about the armor mod. Uh, so four total, five total. All right. Yep, you're able to get him down without a problem. Um, so you're, you're, um, you kind of get him escaped. Uh, make another perception plus uh, alertness check, difficulty of six. Perception and alertness at a difficulty six. Oh, wow. Uh, it's a straight five. I mean, still, it's five, but all over the board today. Um, so you are able to kind of like make an analysis of the building and see that nobody else is really in trouble. The firefighters have arrived and are starting to like put out the fire um, and are tending to the people that have escaped the building normally. Um, all right, I just uh, carry the kid off to... Um, 
one of the the trucks, you know, to get him one of the blankets, the trauma blankets, and um, whatever. As you're walking to kind of give off the kid, um, out of the corner of your eye, you see that flame kind of uh, um, burning around again, and you see a person that um, you haven't seen in a long time. Um, one of the members of your team um, who, you know, you've always seen as being a little bit um, psychotic to a certain degree um, and was one of the team members that actually died with you on your very last mission uh, or died on the last mission. Um, but he is um, the one that started the fire. He is well known for like carrying around a, a flamethrower um, and using it inside of, of combat. Um, and you see him walking towards you um, and you see the flames like kind of shooting out at you, but you're, you're a distance away right now that you aren't um, in danger of the, the flames hitting you. Um. <clears throat> Is he so he's actively shooting it in my general direction? Yep. And you kind of hear like a, a laugh coming from him. He seems to be in his like full armored suit and he's got all the um, etchings of the, um, you know, your. I'm sorry, what was your group called? I can't remember. Um, it was like the Red Mist, uh, I believe. Or no, that's what you were called, I believe, right? Um. That's fine. And um, so he called, but he does call out to you um, and says, uh, he says, have you betrayed us all? Do you not know what we do? We do it for the master, for the, for control, and we must submit. You were never someone who would submit. <clears throat> and I, I, I now have my P90 up um, just at the ready, basically. Uh, how would you give in to, uh, oh, I, I suppose you just like lighting things on fire. Are you really that simple? He doesn't reply and, um, seems to like start charging at you. Um, he will arrive within one turn to be within his flamethrower rage, but you get a free shot off at him if you wish. All right. Yep, we're going to go ahead and try to do a controlled burst to center of mass. I'm very torn up about the fact that uh, he was the one who burned that whole building down. Uh, where's my shooty? There's shooty. Um, instead of doing a three-round burst, which is like a whole thing and difficulty thing, I'll just take two individual shots. Okay. Uh, so I'll split dice pool. Sounds good. Um, that is, yeah, I do a little bit of six, ten, so five each. Uh, that is six successes and six successes. Wow. Okay. So, wow. Um, I, what's the damage on that? Is that six or seven or eight? Uh, hold on, I got it right here. My P90 is eight. Eight. All right, so then um, it is 13 dice of damage per shot. Makes it easy. Uh, they're all always at a six for this kind of thing, right? Unless you say differently. Uh, difficulty or, uh, six, difficulty. Yep, for damage. 
Uh, that is, are those identical? Because if those are identical, that's, nope, they're not. So that is eight and eight. Uh, so he soaks four and two. Um, so that's not enough. Uh, so you kind of like just put two right in the center of his chest. And, you know, the, the first shot, you know, kind of gets dinged off of the armor a little bit and kind of punctures through like the, the arm um, and shoulder kind of area. But the other one just pierces right through his heart. And you can just, you know, see this like spurt of blood that just kind of is, you know, most of it kind of is is degraded because of the armor, but even even so, because of the heart explosion, like you see, even just like a a splash of blood come out of the the hole created, and mm. um, you see hit him like fall back, and his helmet falls off, and as soon as his helmet falls off, you see your face, and then make a willpower roll, difficulty of nine. Can I spend a willpower on willpower rolls? Yes, you can. Oh, I probably want to save this for the duder. No, no, we're going to use one. Jesus, yeah. Ryamini. Uh, uh, nine, no, I, that's, that's pretty, that's, uh, but yeah, so, um, for zero successes, I guess. All right, um, so at that point, um, you are going to become a little dazed, um, and when then we're going to kind of cut you you kind of like you know the last moments that you kind of see is the um the face that uh, appears as the the helmet kind of falls off and your your kind of eyes roll into the back of your head for a little bit and we will move on here to phaedra um so you will be arriving around the same time as the um as alex um, are you going to, uh, bust in straight and just try and get down the, the pathway as quickly as possible, or are you going to try and set up a trap? Um, it doesn't, he doesn't seem to be there immediately when you arrive. Uh, if I don't see any signs of him being there, I'd probably want to rush in to set up closer towards the door, so I'd rush in. All right. Um, go ahead and give me a uh, willpower roll, difficulty of eight. And I'll spend a willpower. Two successes. All right. As you start walking, um, you know, same kind of thing. You can feel like the shadow is kind of reaching out to you a little bit. You can kind of... You know, it gets darker and the, the echoes get kind of weird at where you're at. Um, but that doesn't seem to phase you very much and you kind of keep on walking. Um, give me another willpower roll, difficulty of eight. Ooh, one success. All right, with one success, um, as you're walking down the shadowy area, um, it kind of feels like you're almost consumed by the shadows, but all but you still have kind of light around you. It kind of feels like a little bit weird. Um, and it kind of goes from feeling like you're in this little narrow corridor to just you're kind of walking down this dark open alleyway um, or really just kind of dark area that you're kind of walking through um, and really kind of only feel like there's kind of light around you. But then you see off in the distance where, you know, should be wall, but maybe there isn't wall anymore because you're not really seeing it anymore. 
um you see mudden um running off like down like you just like kind of see a glimpse glimpse of him it just like appears out of the darkness you see mudden and he just disappears into the darkness do you give chase or do you ignore i take a quick pause uh but i think uh I shake it off because I'm like, no, I, I already killed him. Uh, and we already knew going in uh, that this place messes with your mind, so I just keep going. All right, give me a willpower roll, difficulty of eight. There it is. <laughs> so as you as you continue going, like the fear just starts creeping in and then all of a sudden you get hit with this like very clear voice of Mudden, his laughter that you've heard a million times before and you know he just it sounds like he just got done with one of his rituals it it's the same kind of laughter and excitement that he has after he finishes one of his rituals that you've you've been able to witness in the past and you couldn't stop him at that time and now you feel that same kind of like feeling like you can't stop him and then the voice just gets like very clear and crisp in your head and it's almost you're you almost feel like you're just in one small room with him um but you can't see him but you 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 feel him you can you, you can see him but you can't your eyes can't see him if you know what i mean um and you hear him just say <laughs> Ah, oh, sweet, sweet summer child. Did you really think you had beaten me? Ah, uh, you know I am behind all of this. You know that I didn't really get defeated. Who do you think Alex is? <laughs> the one clone to get away. You know, I'm very happy about that, because that means I get to do it all again, and I can do it slowly this time. And then I probably rush off towards him. All right, yeah. Uh, give me a athletics plus dexterity check. Difficulty of six. My worst stats, okay. Difficulty six? Yep. So you, as you start chasing him, you um, you don't get a botch. Um, so you you kind of just start like getting lost, though. Um, you kind of like chase after him, and he seems to like disappear. And then all of a sudden, he's behind you, and then he's in front of you, and he's always just out of the corner of your eye. Make a perception plus a uh, alertness check. Difficulty of six. successes all right um so you are able to catch him one time though as um you know you're kind of like watching him dart around and then you see him go through what looks to be like a door um and so you immediately run up to the door and open it and you see on the other side a ritual being taken place um, Mudden stands with his knife over a young woman that, um, he had recently captured. It's like one of the many women that you've seen him, him murder over the years. And he's standing with the knife about to plunge it into her. Um, what do you do? Uh, 
I reach for my pistol, stop myself, and go for my trait gun instead, and I shoot. All right, make a um, firearms plus dexterity, difficulty of six. I miss. Your hands are too shaky, and as you're, you know, kind of freaked out by the sight of, of this happening, you shoot off, and Mudden looks over to you and smiles. You get another shot. Or action. All right, this time your shot rings true, and um, you hit him with your trank dark dart like right dead center in the in the chest and you see him just like turn into a puff of smoke and the entire kind of area turns into a puff of smoke around him and you're kind of back inside of the void give me a willpower roll difficulty of eight all right and with that then you uh, we're going to kind of just fade to black on you as well and we will go with Tycho. So, Tycho, you um, are also speeding down um, the path. You um, had, I believe you were also going to meet up at about the same time, uh, maybe just a little bit early. Um, so you arrive and there is no Alex immediately. Do you just head down um, the path carved into the mountain <clears throat> or do you have any other things you wish to do? Okay, uh, there's actually a few. Uh, so, first of all, uh, the the whole reason we upped our mental uh, mind stats was to use it for shielding. Uh, so I would like to use what I learned from Robert uh, to enhance my mind shielding against illusions, uh, the kind of stuff that we're expecting. Okay, and how are you doing that? Uh, let's see. My, I I have a device called a wave interpreter that I use uh, as a focus for mind, and I am going to uh, just. So I'm going to as I'm driving. I'm because uh, I'm driving Sosi now, uh, the ghost car. Oh, do you want to uh, so uh, just give us tell... a little bit of explanation as to what Sosi at least looks like and the base concept of what she is? Okay, so Sosie is the spirit of the combustion engine. She's a companion that I picked up in the cyber realm when I was running around with the Diamond Dogs, the pack of werewolves that was fighting the unending war against the worm out in the Umbra. Uh, she is. She now kind of comes along with me, and uh, I can activate her with uh, in a ret roll, and I can change her appearance using... Uh, amounts of quintessence uh the back draw or the drawback is that uh because she is the spirit of the combustion engine she is always loud as fuck uh but i can kind of do whatever i want with her uh in like shaping her so um actually just listen to the last episode uh i currently have her grill uh her grill is spiky and ready to run into somebody oh yeah i remember uh, but she can kind of she can drive on her own for a while. But then if I'm driving, I get a a, a lower difficulty on my drive rolls, uh, either one or two, based on kind of how you interpret it. 
Uh, so, so I'm going to hook up my waiver interpreter, and uh, I just want to kind of give myself a little bit of an edge against some of the what I'm expecting. I guess I'm expecting illusions. Okay. Um, so go ahead and make a. Um, I'm going to say because of your driving and stuff, we're just going to go with a base aret roll on this. Um, so roll aret difficulty of. Let's see, warding is. Uh, level two i believe um so go ahead and do a a ret roll difficulty of five oh that sucks all right um i'll give you one more roll before you arrive okay oh uh yeah there was a there was a glitch uh same difficulty yep Awesome. So I rolled uh, zero successes the first time, and second time I've got three. All right. So uh, with those three successes, um, I'm going to say that you can lower the difficulty of all the rolls. So whatever I tell you, negative the difficulty by one. So if I say eight, go to go to seven, because I'm not going to remember that you have <laughs> this, um, unless I say right. with your with your bonuses, your difficulty is this, but. Uh, um, so I'm going to try to say that each time, but if I forget, All right. um, no, that sounds good. That's, normally that's, that's it's because it's reasonable be off number. So it should be difficulties five and, and seven for you, not eight and six. Yeah. Um, okay. And then as we, as we approach, uh, so my expectation is there's going to be a door. I believe I saw it in the dream. Is that right? Yes. Yep. There is a door at the end of the the darkened hallway, basically. That's um, you know, a giant, you know, twelve foot, uh, maybe even, actually, probably about fifteen feet uh, tall by ten feet wide. But you said it's at the end of a hallway. Well, the end of the path, basically. That you kind of it turns into a ten uh ten foot wide hallway that's just sheared rock into the mountain. Um, all the way to the top so it's not a it's not technically a cave um, because the entire uh, up above you there you know you don't have any ceiling above you but it's sheared into the it's like when you're driving through those roads that go through hills um, but imagine oh, okay. it doesn't go all the way through through the hill or through the mountain yeah also are we going up the mountain or down the mountain um, you're kind of going up a little bit, but not, you know, you're almost staying flat because you're just sheared into the mountain. So there's five sheared paths in, you know, surrounding the mountain going into the center that enters into a big, you know, room in the center of the, the mountain. No, I mean, like, from where we started to, to where we enter that, are you we were going, going up, up or down? Okay. Uh, all right. So, uh... Yeah, so as I approach that area, uh, I believe I can communicate with Sosi at least a, at a basic level. Um, and so I'm going to try and tell her, there's a, there's a guy that I need to kill. And I, I want you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave, and I'm going to approach using my jetpack uh, stealthily. And I want you to try and kill him, but you're going to be pretty loud. So, uh, so he's probably going to be able to evade you, but that might give me a chance. Uh, what do you think? Room, room, yeah, room, room. All right. So, uh, so I bring Sosi to a stop. Uh, once we're kind of uh, in the the vicinity, 
and uh, I, I pat her on the, the top, and I say, uh, if you can't find me, try and find my dad. And I send her on her way. All right, so she's kind of looking, going out looking for Alexander, try and run him down, basically. Yeah, you go, you go kill that motherfucker with your big spiky grill. All right. And then you're going to, you said jetpack um, into the... Yeah. So you're just going to, like, blast into there. Uh, so give me... Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of trying to be a little bit stealthy, because uh, Sosi is the, the distraction. Um, then you might not want to use a, a loud jetpack. I mean, you're going to be less loud than she is, for sure, but uh, uh, you're still a jetpack. Well, I, I figure I'm still far enough away. Yeah. Um, that I need the jetpack to move fast. I mean, yeah, if you want to move really fast, the jetpack will do that. But everybody else is walking so, and running. So it's up to you. Well, no, we're all on speeder bikes, but... Uh... We're on speed. Right. Well, I mean, once you get to the path, which is where you're at right now. Unless you're saying you're going to do oh, this like, before, like, way before you got to the path. Yeah, a little bit before the path. Yeah. A little bit. Before, okay, so you're just gonna jetpack real quick to the path. So you're at the path now. Are you gonna jetpack using uh, through the path, or are you gonna start walking uh, when you arrive? No, I'm just walking once I'm on the path. Can Sosi get onto the path as well? Uh, Sosi would probably barely fit if she wanted to, but she's gonna be super oh. loud as soon as because okay. of the echo effect. Okay, well then I guess once she gets there, she's probably just going to tool around in the area. Try and looking for him, scouting for him yeah. type thing. All right. Um, so you um, continue down the path. Go ahead and give me a willpower roll to start off. Difficulty with your bonuses is seven. Mm -hmm. Five successes. So you kind of walk in very, you know along with multiple of your partners that have uh, initially started this off going, I know what's going to happen. I have this all under control. And you just kind of continue walking into the the path. Um, and, you know, the shadows feel like they're reaching out, but whatever, it's all optical illusion bullshit anyways. Um, and go ahead and give me another willpower roll at your uh, bonuses difficulty of seven. So seven again, or do you want it one higher? Seven again, so. Okay. Uh, it looks like four. No, that's more than that. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, minus two, five. Yep. Holy shit. So another five successes. Uh, once again, you know, you start uh, as you kind of walk into this uh, shadowy, darkened area, even with the, the ceiling not above you, the way that kind of everything kind of stretches, there's a shadow that, like, stretches out from the mountain. And you, as you kind of walk into that pure darkness, um, you know, you kind of feel like the walls kind of fade away from you, but you still kind of see the walls a little bit. Um, and you kind of feel like you're still kind of centered on, on reality, but you're feeling like you're, tr something's trying to shunt your, your existence into more of a ethereal, um, plane kind of um feeling that you're you're being drawn out of the material plane and into a more of a uh, spiritual plane or ethereal plane and you're kind of still able to center yourself back down onto altered earth um so go ahead and give me a, another willpower roll difficulty of five that's 
probably one where I die. Uh, that's lower. Uh, yeah, that's two. Two successes. So you still you still have things kind of going, but you see feel yourself slip into like the ethereal realm to a certain degree. But you feel a little bit more control over what's kind of going on right now, and you're not feeling like these guys that kind of you know kind of jumped right into the dream whereas you're kind of more almost lucid inside of this and you can see that you're still just walking down a hallway no matter where you run off to in, in what direction you run off to or anything your your body is is moving forward um but you see your father running ahead of you and you just feel this compulsion to try and catch up with him. Do you want to try and catch up with him, or do you want to ignore him and and just try and be separated from this bullshit dream? Uh, no, I don't want to be robbed of uh, emotional bullshit. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to run after him. Okay, um, so you start chasing after him. Give me an athletics plus dexterity roll, difficulty of six. Dexterity. Uh, Oh, damn, I'm killing it. Uh, five successes. All right, so you, you were able to actually pretty easily catch up with him. Um, and as you're running with him, you see him kind of look over at you and just smile. And he's like, I'm so proud of you. This is, uh, this is something we're going to accomplish together. And I want you to know that I regret missing out on all of your life but this might be the last time that we get to do something together. Is it really you, Dad? Or is this just Alex fucking with us? Me? I was about to ask you the same thing. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, like, lower my defenses and just be fucking happy for a second. <laughs> he says, uh... I know... What's going to be coming ahead is going to be tough. And I know that the path that me and your mother have laid down for you will not be easy. But understand that all of our sacrifices will be worth it. And, and you kind of fade into a blackness. Um, and we kind of will cut the scene right there. All right. All right, and then last but not least, Robert. Uh, so you have been um, trucking along on this um, path, or you know the the jungle, in order to get to the path. And um, one thing that um, you do notice that the helmet that you are given does seem kind of similar to the helmet that you were working on. If you want, I will allow you to make some arete rolls in order to get that helmet to about the same kind of functionality that you were looking for. Oh, hell yeah. Um, give me an arete roll difficulty of six. I just gotta tweak this and... Ha-ha! All right, solid. Um, so yeah, I'm going to say that that's a solid three successes. So um, yeah, I'm going to say that you're able to kind of tweak the helmet. Um, you already had like the whole schematics. You'd already worked out everything. And you're, you're, you're kind of just, you know, 
rerouting here you know jumping a jumper here changing a jumper there inside of the because it's it's one of those advanced kind of helmets that kind of gives you a hud layout and tells you how fast yeah no i mean i i basically just factory reset this thing fuck yeah (laughs) opened up the bios and was like yeah nope all right so you arrive at the um the path and you don't see alexander around you at all um, do you want to wait around here, or are you going to start entering oh. the path? Um, or is there anything you want to do before entering the path? I think that me getting in before him is probably this the, the my best chance at surviving this, so I'm just going to sprint towards it. Uh, oh, give me a willpower roll, difficulty of eight. Oh, sorry. I, uh when I had I had hit the mute button to talk and then <laughs> two um awesome all right so you kind of get the same kind of thing where you're walking in you kind of feel the the shadows creeping in on you the echoes fucking with your um you know per- ability to perceive where sound is coming from and as you kind of walk down this you get to the the deeper darker shadowy area and um go ahead and roll a Perception, uh, or I'm sorry, a willpower roll difficulty of eight again. Uh, so I think no. Give him uh, willpower uh, reductions, uh, difficulty reductions, like like a spell, or is it just a focus for mind four? Um, you would have to still put up defenses in order to to get any kind of benefit. Like you guys went through the training, but you basically had to do what you did. Which was stop, do some spells in order to enhance your. your You're training. also not there. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a it's a meta game question. That's fine. Uh, but with it at zero successes, um, you uh, go ahead and make a perception plus alertness check. Difficulty of six. One. As you are walking, um, you see you. Oh, in two. Front of sorry. You. Oh, you did get two. Yeah. Um, you do, uh, so you kind of immediately, you know, as you're kind of walking around, um, the darkness kind of fills up around you. And now you can see you standing in front of you, holding okay. on to a briefcase. But it's you when you were about three years ago, when you were deep inside cover of another um, tradition group. Uh, I freeze and wait to see what I do. So when your uh, self sees you, you see him whip out his um, his briefcase and start typing away on it real quick. Yeah, I'm going to need you to stop that. He looks and over I start at putting you my and goes, what are down you? slowly and putting my hands up. Oh, so you put uh, that on your briefcase. Interesting. I, I did. Do you have your helmet and on I right put, now? I do. He goes, who are you? And he, you can see that uh, he's doing like a scan of you. I put my hands up and I say, I'm you, man. And I'm just as confused. And I, I, I kind of gesture towards my briefcase and go, you know, can I, can I pick this up? Are, are we good? Can you put yours down? Can we talk? He pulls a pistol from the uh, briefcase and points it at you. Uh, 
as he's pulling the pistol, I would like to try kicking my briefcase across the floor at him. Okay. Uh, give and me... drawing my gun. <laughs> nice. Uh, give me athletics plus dexterity. Um, and you'll be split actioning that. Um, so whatever dice pool you have from that, you can choose how many ever, uh, whatever the lowest dice pool is. So it'll be firearms plus dexterity and athletics plus dexterity. I have um, four dice for both of those. Okay, so you can do two dice and two dice, or three dice and one dice, um, but you get four dice to split between those two actions. Uh, so I would do a roll of... If I was going to split it 2-2, two, two, I would do a roll of 2-D what? 2-D-10. That's right, so, for kicking the briefcase? Yep. And then... Uh, so you've missed the briefcase with your kick, but can you pull out <laughs> your gun? You cannot pull out. Oh no, you can. One success. One success. <laughs> All right. So now we're just pointing our guns at each other. <laughs> yep. Uh, so he sees you like kick your kick your briefcase, <laughs> but yeah, he's got his gun up at the same exact time, and both your guns are kind of pointed at each other. And he says, uh, "If you're me, then why have why why have you sided with their traditions?" Uh, that's going to take a lot longer than we have to explain. Then explain. And you're just going to have to trust. And, you and you're going to have to look me at... Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I try to dive to the ground. All right. Uh, make a dexterity plus, uh, athletics roll. Difficulty of six. Ha! Aha! So, yep. You, yep. you got, uh, two successes. You got four successes, if not more. Four successes. Yeah. Four. And uh, you dodge out of the way of the bullet. And uh, we kind of will cut to black on you here. Um, as you dodge out of the way, give me a willpower roll, difficulty of six. Oh, no. This is where I'm going to just bomb. <laughs> yeah! All right. All right. So um, at the end of this uh, little uh, scene here, I believe we have everybody um, has gotten to their blackout phase of the um, activity here. And um, we are going to go to a short break here and take a well, let's do a 10 minute break. We'll be back at 830 p.m. Central Time and. We will pick it up from there where you all will uh, experience something else after you faded to black. All right, everyone, welcome back to Mage the Ascension Technogate 1999. Um, where we at last left Technogate 42, um, Team 42, was that they had all gone into kind of a dreamlike um, face your fear um, scene, and they had all kind of ended with their cutscene, so we'll kind of go through each one real quick. Um, so Tycho, you were uh, chasing your father and having a conversation with your father, and what you kind of felt like was actually having a conversation with your actual father. Uh, through the void, um, and kind of made it through pretty pretty easily. Um, Phaedra, you had an encounter with the uh, character Mudden, um, who had um, kind of slipped it into your brain that um, 
that he is Alexander and that that is one of the clones that was able to escape the purge that you guys did. Um, you also uh, had gotten to him while he was doing a ritualistic murder and um, had tranquilized him before kind of passing out um, or being consumed by darkness. Um, Robert, you had encountered another version of your, uh, younger version of yourself that kind of freaked out and you got into a little bit of a fight with, uh, with him. Um, and then Malachi, you had, um, saved a child from a burning a building that you kind of feel like you, um, were somewhat the cause of, and then, um, after encountering one of your past cohorts, um, you uh, got into an incident with him and ended up killing him and seeing your face as his helmet fall from his head. Um, you are all now, um, or well, we'll start off with Malachi. Malachi, you are, um, when you kind of, the, the darkness kind of fades, but not really, you kind of just have more kind of consciousness. You are in a dark void of nothingness around you. Um, make a perception plus alertness check. Uh, yeah, so I'm <clears throat> walking after, and after seeing that, after, like, the helmet removed and, and saw my, and knew, knew that that was me, <clears throat> uh, he's disheartened, uh, walking with, uh, in the direction of going, but not so much with as much purpose as he had before, with the P90 just kind of dangling off of, uh, off of one finger opposed to being in the ready position like I normally would carry it. And as Is that at a six? Yep, uh, yep, perfect. Um, so as you yeah. kind of look around you, you feel like you're not moving when you walk. It's like, there's like nothing around you. There's no indication of motion or movement. And even your feet don't really give you the, the response that you, you know, it's almost like walking on a treadmill more than it is walking like you almost feel like as you move the earth moves beneath your feet but if you stop it stops you know it doesn't feel like you're then it doesn't feel like you're moving at all um so it feels like you're just perfectly stationary no matter what direction that you try walking in uh is there still the walls on either side uh kind of limiting the lateral movement nope you don't feel like there's you feel like you're just in a void of nothing okay Ooh. Um, well, reality kicks back in for a little bit, uh, <laughs> as much as that means. Um, all right, I, I would like to attempt to move via forces. All right, what is your physical action that you're taking in order to perform this feat of uh, advanced science? Uh, I feel like uh, I'm going to go down to... Um, the, uh, the, the struts on the legs and, uh, and just kind of tinker with them for a little bit and then, um, attempt to like lean forward without like fall forward and then hopefully propel myself kind of dissimilar to Iron Man, uh, okay. Yep. Like the original shot that he, the jump that he kind of did. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, go ahead, give me a um, 
for this, I'm going to say that you're kind of time limited, so it'll be just a straight up uh, Arate roll, difficulty of six. Holy uh, that's shit. very nice. Well, it hopefully is very nice. <laughs> um, do you have any dimensional science? Mm, dimensional science. Nope, I did not. Nope, I did not pick that one up. Okay. Um, so you are able to kind of propel yourself forward in this, but you can feel that you're still kind of stuck, that there's some kind of um, nature of this area that you're inside of that you're not quite understanding and doesn't appear to the, the base laws of, of forces physics. Okay. Uh, you know, seeing that it's, it's both working and not working, um, can I do like a sonar radar style prime ping to see if I can sense uh, a, a direction to a source of a source of power and I, I'm imagining that uh, the door that I'm heading to is going to be irradiating with prime and that's kind of what I'm I'm looking for all right um, go ahead and give me a arte um, roll difficulty of four Uh, single. Okay. Um, you can sense that there are four um, things that are, seem to be coming towards you, um, but you, and you can kind of feel that there is um, energy all around this area, but that the void itself is devoid of energy besides these four signatures that seem to be coming towards you. Okay, I'm going to try to imagine cover. Like, just think, like, hey, it'd be real nice if I had some place to hide. Okay. Um, Does it show up? Do you have... What's your level of mind, and what's your level of matter? I got two in matter, one in mind. Okay. Um, give me an RTA roll difficulty of five. Okay. Oh, it keeps going down uh, for zero. Um, yeah, so you you end up uh, not really finding like a, a way to find any cover, um, and you can feel that they're about maybe maybe a turn or so away from arriving at your location. And I can't see anything. Nope. Um. Then I would like to, if you'll let me, and if it works this way, which it might not. Uh, do prime counter magic as a shield on myself, as a ward on myself. Okay. Actually, shield is probably the better word. Yep, that's um, I'm kind of putting a prime ward around you, um, like yeah. an energy field, an energy prime field around you that you're kind of using probably the exoskeleton to generate the EMP field. Yeah, just because um, I can't, I'm not, I don't have any visual and. Uh, uh, but I can't. I can sense that they're coming. Okay, give me a. Um, so, what do you have in Prime Three? Uh, Prime Form now. Prime Four. All right. Uh, so, give me a Arate roll difficulty of uh, seven. Oh, nice. Three total. 
Okay, um, so I'm going to say that you now have three, anything that is powered by Prime or is just a straight up Prime attack on you is now, um, and that would include like laser beams and stuff like that, um, phasers and the like. <laughs> um, so you uh, now have three soak dice when it comes to any of those um, as well that are just negates any damage that is being done. Uh, and then otherwise I will just kind of, I will re-bring re my, the P90 up into the arm proper. Uh, I, I'm not going to level it, but just, it's just going to be into my shoulder so I can level it quickly, we'll say. And I'm just going to uh, call out, who goes there? So Tycho, Phaedra, and Robert, you all hear, who goes there as you guys kind of awaken from your... Um, stupor that you were in and you are now inside of a, a dark void and you can kind of hear a, a voice off in the distance that, that calls out to you saying who are you? I'm who so happy you? I didn't who shoot first. You? Who are you? Does it sound like someone I know? Malachi. Okay, just making shit. <laughs> I guess I could have done a roll for that but I'll give it to you. Malachi, it's me. Where are you? Malachi, it's me. Where are you? Malachi, it's me. Where are you? Uh, can I tell which one of the prime signatures that I saw earlier said that? Like, do I have that information? Uh, yeah, yep. Can I whip out my DNA scanner? Uh, yes, you can. Alright. Can I get his exact coordinates? Uh, give me an Arate roll, difficulty 4. Yeah, and I'll, I'll respond if that, if that helps. Of so just like... I'm I'm over here, but I don't really have any kind of references for, you know, landmarks or anything. It's just all black. Oh, and Tycho, you are running alongside of your father when you kind of enter into this scene. And you're, you're kind of in the same, you know, just at the end of the conversation that we were at. When you, when you hear Malachi's voice and your father kind of looks over at you and kind of, you know, gives you a head nod that he's heading towards that direction. So uh, my father looks like he also heard it. Yes. Yep. I'm here too. Your father shouts out, uh, "We're coming! This is a little bit different than before." That's not good. Um, you guys um, all arrive at the uh, center void kind of area, and you see Josh kind of like set up and he's got like a little like spark of electricity that seems to like um every once in a while you can see like a, a little uh shield Wait. circle around malachi who the hell is josh i don't know me i'm josh <laughs> yeah, that's me anyway uh is robert here yes am i there <laughs> yep unless you're uh well, no, yeah, you're you're there, no matter what, really. <laughs> You've got your briefcase. I hug it. <laughs> oh, thank God. I got my helmet. <laughs> got my briefcase. Feel all good inside. Get two knocks on the helmet. We're good to go. I also remember you whenever remember. you're using your briefcase or your helmet. Um, I don't think we've gone over this a lot, but you get a minus one on all of your difficulties when you're doing arate rolls with those items because they're unique that in mind and losing them would be debilitating to you to a degree until replaced i guess i uh, specialize or spe 
addressing uh, Buck, um, do you think that that this is uh, Alex's response to the time loop? Do you think that he might have whipped up something? It's possible. It's also possible that all three of us arriving at the door at the same time or, you know, in the same instance has drawn us all together here. But I do fear that Alex might be involved here and he kind of looks around. Um, and as he says that, you can see up above, every, actually, everybody make a alertness plus perception roll. Difficulty of six. Uh, two. Oh, Malachi. I got a ton of dice on it, but uh, I'm still distracted by seeing my own face dead. Yeah, this is fucking with you, man. And uh, so Malachi, lost in thought, um, doesn't notice this, but up above, you can see um, Alex in his, um, you know, Final Fantasy type kind of um, ornate armor that he has with the big shoulder blades, um, you know, straight out of the, um, he's got uh, long black hair, no helmet on or anything. He wields like a long sword that's an ornate, it has like dragons all around, you know, kind of dragon kind of theme on him as well with his armor. There's a dragon symbol as well. And he kind of floats down from the heavens and, um, Everybody except for Malachi is going to be able to participate in the first round. Uh, Malachi, you will not be able to participate in the first round here, um, but we will start this off with an initiative roll. Um, so everybody go ahead and roll initiative. I just I just nudge Buck and go, that's a bit much, isn't it? Uh, just to be clear, does he look like Mudden or not? No, he does not look like Mudden. Oh, that's good. That's a good. That was good. Good question. I thought maybe it was actually. Uh, yeah, I was oh, also wow. afraid. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like him. Doesn't mean his DNA is not the same. <laughs> Phaedra won't. Phaedra won't be convinced until she's chopped off his head and analyzed it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So Alexander got seventeen. Malachi. I got an 11. But I, again, I'm, I, well, yeah, yeah, I know what's going on. But yes, I got, a, I'm at 11. All right. Robert got an 8. And Tycho got a 15. And Phaedra got a 12. Uh, what, did, what did my dad, who looks like uh, an older uh, Will Riker, get? Ooh, yeah. That's right. I love the Will Riker look. Um, let's find out real quick here. So, Buck will have you know, nine. Probably faster than everybody, you know. Ten. So, he's got 19. Oh. All right. So, uh, first one to declare will be Robert. What are you going to be doing this turn? But you will not do it this turn. You will just be declaring what you are doing. Um, I would immediately like to try activating the pre-programmed protocol for uh, counteracting psychic uh, attacks in a shield around myself. Okay. 
And then Malachi, you are stunned this turn as you are thinking about the um, face that you faced. Phaedra, what are you doing? I was debating on whether I don't know what I should do. Uh, can we do a magic roll and an action roll, or are we playing uh, the other way? Nope, you can only do one action. So it's a magic roll or an action roll. Um, if you want to do an action roll to enhance magic, then your action roll is your first roll. Your magic will be your second um, action that you'd have to take next turn or have some way of doing multiple actions in one turn or splitting your dice pool. How do you handle switching weapons? Can I quick draw my pistol, or does that take an action to do? Um, quick draw is uh, split action, um, so you, you would do firearms plus dex in order to draw the weapon at a difficulty of six, and then um, you would have your second action be your firing. Okay, I just wasn't, uh, I actually didn't know how that worked, so cool. I'm stunned anyway. Theoretically. So. Theoretically, if we did a, a splitting of dice pools, we would probably have to split our ret pool. Uh, so if, like, if I have four ret, I could do two dice uh, as an action to enhance an ret roll, and then two dice to roll a ret. Yeah, which would be very in the same. Yeah, which would be very degrading, basically. So it's usually in these kind of things, you're doing a fast cast, which is plus one difficulty and just a straight up a ret roll because you don't have time to to do a, a full act. Or you can take a full action, enhance the, lower the difficulty if you do want. But yeah, it'd be really rough on you to split action that because of the, the lower ret pool that you have. Maybe if you had like an ret of eight or something like, but even then losing all of those dice just to lower some difficulty might be pretty rough on you. Yeah. I, I just want to be clear on it just so everybody has the option. Yep. All right. So Phaedra, what are you doing? Or what's your prepared action that you're going to be possibly doing? What, what did you do, uh, Tycho? Cause you're, you're, we're in the initiative order before me. Nope. He didn't No, It's Robert then, Malachi, because we you go lowest to highest, and then highest takes his turn first. So you declare, oh. and then you do your action. So okay, Robert so is we... is currently um, enhancing his defenses against uh, psychic attacks. Malachi is dazed, and uh, Phaedrid is your declaration. Yeah, I guess I'm just going to prepare to shoot if, if it gets hostile. Uh... Okay, that's a yeah. good action. Um, Tycho, what will you be doing? Uh, I'm going to pull out my laser gun. And uh, yeah, so energy weapons plus dex. God, I only have five dice on that. Yeah, I'll still split it. I'm going to plan on taking two shots at uh, Mr. Alex, the piece of shit here. Okay. And so Alex is going to, uh, you see that his action is just going to be, um, there seems to be waving his sword at you in a direction. You kind of get a feeling that it's some kind of, something's going to happen um, with that sword, but I won't, won't give it away quite yet. Um, and then Buck Samsonite, um, his action and his action going first is going to be to try and neutralize whatever Alex is doing. So he's going to counter magic. Um, and Alex is going to... 
to so we'll start with uh, Alex's role, and then your dad will be countering that role. So Alex has an arret seven, and his is going to be difficulty of six. So one, two, three, two, one, one success. Wow, that's going to be pretty easy to counter. Your dad has seven. And so as uh, Alex uh, like waves his sword down at you and points down at, uh, we'll say, um, it was going towards Malachi, um, Buck Samsonite jumps out into in front of it and like puts up a um, an energy field using one of his wristbands. He's like typing on it, and you can kind of see like he like hits a button, and like a shield, you know, like a energy shield appears right in front of him as like the blast of the laser coming down from the sword um, smashes into his barrier and negates the attack. Um, so next up is action from Tycho. So you were taking two shots. Yeah, okay, so my dexterity plus energy weapons is five dice. So I'm going to do three and two. Holy shit. I think that's, uh, yeah, as long as the difficulty is six, that's uh, zero on both. Yep. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, so Tycho takes two shots and they go wide. Phaedra. You were uh, going to fire if hostile. It definitely seems like he's hostile. Yep. Uh, I'm going for the 9mm. Uh, let's get two successes. Okay, and then um, you were doing just a 9mm? Yeah, so that would be... Four, I believe. Uh, yeah, 4d10. Yep, so 5d10 altogether with your bonus. So that's two yep um uh, so he is going to try and soak that yeah yep so as you um as the bullet approaches him you see a force field of um appear around him and the bullet disintegrates as it hits the force field and next up is malachi who will be thinking about that face that he was faced down with and then, uh, Robert, you will do your Arate roll difficulty of five um, to ward yourself from any kind of mental intrusion. Three successes. All right. So, yep, you will have uh, three extra dice, I will say, on any kind of uh, mental attack that is willpower roll um, oriented, basically. Or any mental attack. That's whatever roll. You'll get three extra dice. All right. So let's uh, stop uh, or start again with uh, Robert declaring what your action will be. Well, I think now it's time that I draw out that badass sword that I got way back when. Wait, let me double check something. I think I lied. I lied. I pull out my gun, <laughs> um, and I would like to take, uh, yeah, I guess I'll just take one good shot at his head. Okay, do you want to go for a called headshot, which will be difficulty plus one, plus one damage? Yes. All right, and he doesn't have armor on his head, so any kind of armor um, that he has will not go into that uh equation as well um 
All right, so difficulty seven, firearms plus dex. Oh, does he do it now? No. Oh, sorry, yes, he does not do it now. Um, oh, also, at the beginning of this round, as he kind of lands down and, and you guys are in a circle kind of around him now, um, he kind of looks at all of you and says, You fools, you can't stop what he has started. Not even what you're doing here will matter. And Malachi, you get to declare your action. Uh, I am going to um, fling the P90, draw the pistol, and shoot once. So I'll be splitting a dice pool to do that. Okay. The, re the reason I'm doing that is because the pistol has one clip of primed ammunition in it. Nice. Smart. Um, Phaedra, what will you be doing? going to do it again. Do it again, man. I'm going to do it again. All right, Tycho. All right, so I'm going to describe to you what I want to have happen, and then you're going to need to tell me whether or not Tycho thinks that's even possible. Uh, I have three dots in uh, dimensional sciences, which is spirit. We are in a spirit realm right now. And I have a pretty good connection with Sosi. Can I reach out to to her and open a open a portal because we're in a spirit realm so that wherever she is, where she's tooling around, that she comes out of a portal and hits this dude? So technically you would need a four in spirit in order to open up a portal, but I'm going to allow you to do something similar um, with your spirit. You're also... In a dimension, you're in a in a dimension inside of a dimension inside of a dimension. Technically, you're like three yeah. layers deep into dimensions here. Yeah. Um. And so, like the breaking through barriers to get to these dimensions, pulling Sosi, which is a very associated item with you. Uh, I'm gonna give you a little bit higher of a difficulty. Um. But I am gonna allow you to yep. attempt it. You can do an Arte roll difficulty of seven when it becomes your turn. Okay. And I will preemptively declare that I'm going to spend a willpower on that roll. Awesome. And Alexander. Um, so Alexander is going to um, pull in the fear of the realm around you um, and try to um, put you um, basically out of commission by putting you back into the dream realm that you guys were previously in. Um, he will be doing a Arate roll difficulty of um six and he's ways of, of lower or it'll be difficulty seven for him base but of course he can lower that with different stuff um and you will have a resistance of a willpower roll difficulty of um eight um and then but I will say, because all of you have training, I will allow you to use quiescence to lower your difficulty on that roll when it comes to it. Um, Buck Samsonite um, is going to um, try and buff all of you in order to assist in the mind assault that Alexander is trying to pull off here. And so what he does is... Um, he kind of activates the comm signal inside of all of your guys's, um, you know, the the system that allows you guys all to talk to each other, and um, he kind of continues to put like 
talk to you about who you are, what's going on, and kind of t tries like touch bases with with you individually, and kind of just tries to root you in what's happening right here, and not to forget who you are or what is going on and the purpose of our mission to save the world type kind of uh, ordeal here. So he will do his. All of you can add one, two, three, three dice onto all of your act or all of your willpower rolls that you. Um, Thank do God. Here. Um, Alexander will do his um, mind assault on all of you. Um, and he will be spending three, so that will bring it down to four. So one, two, three, four, five. Wow, he didn't need to spend any quiescence on that. Um, so you all need to get five successes at a diff willpower roll difficulty, or no, actually, I'm going to lower that down a little bit. Uh, we'll say three successes on a willpower roll difficulty of eight. You can spend quiescence to lower your difficulty. Oh, um, I'm not gonna. Uh, we get three extra dice from what my dad did. Yep. Right. And anybody uh, that and has then... hardened themselves, you also get your your bonuses on that. So, uh, Mike, you have a minus one on the difficulty for that. Tycho. Or Tycho, yeah. Uh, what was the original difficulty? Original difficulty is eight. So you're at a difficulty of so seven. So I'm at a seven. The lowest you can bring it is five. Booyah! Booyah! Oh my god. <laughs> wow. That is eight successes for Taiko. Taiko's like, my dad is fucking telling me to fight and to stay in this, and I am fucking... I am here. I am centered. I am so sorry for everybody else. <laughs> oh, Phaedra. Oh, oh. Yeah, I will team. allow you to retroactively spend a willpower point at this point if you want. If I do, I'm going to have to roll uh... Destiny. Destiny. Yeah, I'm going to have to roll Destiny. Well, that's up to you because or else you'll be shunting off into uh, different... Uh... Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to roll Destiny. Do you, are you at zero willpower right now or do you have one left? Uh... If I if I uh, spend a willpower to succeed, I have to roll destiny. Okay, um, go ahead and do that. And then we still need to roll from Malachi and from Tycho's father. So Tycho's father. Figure out how many. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I will spend two quintessence to bring it down to a six. Okay, I got one point back. And Malachi is successful so the only one to fail here will be nobody everybody succeeds because um, your father will be lowering the difficulty down to five with quiescence because he's got a shit ton of it so he easily passes and so everybody is saved from the mind assault next up uh is Tycho. All right. Uh, so I already said that I was spending willpower on this. Uh, even though I didn't preemptively say it, I'm going to spend a quintessence to lower the difficulty. Uh, what is the... Uh, this is probably spirit three, so that would start at difficulty six. 
Um, yeah, but I was la raising the difficulty by one um, because of the special circumstances that you are in your fast yeah. casting yeah. anyway. So it was uh, base difficulty oh. is six. So you could technically get that down to a difficulty of three, but you're starting at difficulty seven. Okay, so I can only get it. I'm only getting it down to six with one arete or yes. with one quintessence. Correct. All right, so arete at difficulty six uh, and with one success from willpower. Oh, shit. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so that is a total of six. I'm going to say that Sosi pops out of the, the uh, like, you know, out of the void of nothingness behind you and just like slams into him. Um, go ahead and roll 15 dice worth of damage. I'll just, uh, uh, we'll count it up ourselves. Two, three. Oh, jeez. Uh, there's a one and a ten, so let's cancel out. Uh, difficulty six, I assume. Yep. One, two, three, uh, four, five total. Five total. All right, with five successes and his uh, two takes away for. Um... <clears throat> for his soak roll that he did, um, what you would normally see is probably like, you know, not severely fuck up, but probably hurt somebody pretty bad. He kind of got clipped off of on the side, but you, you kind of see that it hit the armor in a way. And there seems to be kind of like an effect on him that he, he seems to have more health levels than, than Wait. your standard. Um, and it seems like he's still only at a bruised stage, Wait. even with the four. Yep. Wait. Uh, I think we might have counted that wrong, because... Oh, wait, shit. Um, okay, because you, you rolled the soak rolls at the same time I was rolling, and I didn't I didn't realize that. Oh, um, uh, yes. Yeah, so one die more. You have one, <clears throat> one, two, three... Okay, so... One, two, four, three... Five, six, seven, eight, four, five, six, seven, nine. eight, nine. And then you rolled... How many successes? One, minus one... Plus two. I had two. That's six, seven. seven. Yeah. So, so nine seven, versus two. Seven uh, points of damage then. So he is not still bruised, uh, but he <laughs> is definitely not as fucked up as you as you think he would be. Um, he seems to be at the, the minus one stage right now, and you do see him spit out like a chunk of blood as it, it he does get like full on hit as it, like, she pierces through, um, but he ends up, like, picking her up and, like, throwing her back into the void. Oh, um, oh my girl. She's not gone forever. <laughs> she's fine, don't worry. Oh, she'll find me. <laughs> um, and next up is um, Phaedra. Oh, for the shooty shooty. Pew pew. Four successes. All right, uh, so that will be uh, seven dice of damage. So four, and I negate a one of that, so I still take three fucking damage. All right, so that puts me at negative two now for all of my actions, except for soaking. Um, Malachi, your shot. I have one question. I... Uh... Can I split my dice pool with zero dice on the first roll and then use a willpower to succeed once? This is to switch to the pistol. Wow, that's pretty that's pretty smart. I give you that. 
Alright, so I'm going to spend willpower to draw the pistol immediately. And then I'm going to roll... <clears throat> uh, one shot. Uh, pistols are my specialty. Andy tens greater than six. Fail equals one. Uh, for nine successes on the two hit. All right, and then roll. Um, uh, it would be so it's uh, it's eight plus eight, eight, so that's yep. sixteen dice of damage. Okay. Fingers crossed. Uh, nine successes total. Nine. Yep. Uh, one, two, three, four, five successes, which still is four damage. Um, I'm primed. That's a primed bullet. And that's aggravated. Um, <clears throat> so you, uh, you shoot him and it goes like right through like the chest plate, kind of same kind of shot as you kind of did on, on your other self and, and Alexander goes down. And a pool of blood starts spreading out around him. As the blood kind of uh, stretches out, it kind of fills up the void. And you see that all of you kind of disappear from each other. And all of you see a large 15 foot by 10 foot door in front of you. Um, <clears throat> that's kind of like a little bit lighting up. It's it's made out of techno, um, you know, metal and shit like that. Um so it kind of has like an LED kind of glow to it that kind of fills up this this corridor that you're in. And you, you've been broken from the spell. Um, you no longer see Alexander around you, though. Um, do each of you try to um, open the door? Do we see each other anymore? Nope. I, I yell out. Phaedra. Robert. Malachi. Father? Um, over the comm, your father says, it looks like the spell has been broken. Um, let's go ahead and proceed. And he kind of gives you instructions on how to uh, open up the door. Uh, That's some kind of shared hallucination. Did you guys see that too? I want to... No, that really happened. Also, did everybody see when my ghost car totally fucking came out of nowhere and did that thing? It was like Tekken. I want to gauge funny. if my if this is really reality because you know this is the this is the realm for that. Uh sure. Uh, Give me a perception plus awareness roll. Difficulty of six. Three successes. Uh yeah. So this does does feel real. Okay. So it's not in, It's not like he yeeted us off into that scary realm just in case. I want to try opening the door. I will also, uh, I switch back to the P90 and then open the door. All right, I'm going so to test the door for traps. No, you're smarter than the rest of us. Yeah, I'm going to stand the door with my tricorder, probably. Okay. Um, so let's have you guys do a scan of the door first. Just give me a perception plus a, uh, alertness difficulty of six. Uh, can I do uh, hypertech? Uh, yeah, that's cool. But the same difficulty. Uh, While they're scanning, I'm getting the gun ready, and then I just open the door. All right, and everybody that's opening the door, just give me an RTA roll difficulty of four. 
I already know this is the one that's going to botch. Oh, it didn't. And then, yeah, the base scan kind of comes back that, yeah, it's a, it's a magical door that, you know, takes, or, uh, you know, advanced technological door that takes a special passcode type of thing that you had to break through. And basically, you guys have all the instructions. As long as you have Arute, you can pretty much break through the door. I had three to open the door. Yeah, it looks like everybody passed here. Let me give a check here with that. Not a problem. So all of you are able to open the door at the same time um, without a problem. Everything seems to be timed out pretty well for for this. And as you guys enter in, you 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 see in front of you what looks to be like a ball that is sitting at the center of two um like stasis uh generators kind of like a teleportation pad kind of thing but a little bit more you know pronounced um at the very center of a white room that's filled with a bunch of uh like computers kind of lacing the wall there's a bunch of uh, monitors that are lacing the wall as well um, and this giant white ball that kind of like sits, hovers kind of at the center, um, you kind of get like a feeling of like when you look into it, you can feel a nuclear explosion hitting you in the face. But then it kind of goes away and it's more of like a dream that you had when you see it. Are we all walking into the same room? Like, through our respective doors? Yep, and you all see each other kind of walking through your respective doors into the um, center of this room. And you see Malachi, or you see uh, um, Buck Samsonite go, like, straight to the center of the, the room where the ball is and start operating on some of the panels that are, um, you know, at the base of this containment field. Okay, so we're all in the same room now. Correct. Is is Buck a master of prime? Oh yeah. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to talk shop with him while he's working. Not being distracting, but just uh you know, trying to get a sense for how he put it together and uh um just really learning about um some perspectives on energy systems that I had uh not considered myself. It looks like it's this shouldn't be possible. There's, it's holding back too much energy, and yet, and so I'm I'm just going to kind of chat up Prime with him. Nice, awesome. All right, yeah. So he he kind of explains kind of along the way <clears throat> and says, uh, you know, like how he's um, re, you know diverting power uh, and you know building up uh, um, the the positronic polarized fields of the antimatter stream that uh come from a different zero point energy module that they've designed a long time ago and stuff you know just going into all that that techno babble yeah it's so no. complex and yet still simple and elegant it's beautiful now, now wait uh so so i was gonna do a thing when you said uh like we were we were hit with a vision uh and as i was going to like you know do a procedure I saw Malachi like talking to my dad about stuff, and I'm gonna give up on that and like get up in there, because like if anybody's gonna do techno babble with my dad, it's gonna be me. Nice, 
Yeah, so you like he has you like working on another panel, getting uh, <laughs> everything kind of rerouted. And basically, what he's going to do is overload the whole system and kind of just cause a feedback loop that is going to set the the um, entire place, you know, um, it, to cause basically an implosion that will eventually turn into an explosion that will destroy this entire realm. It's genius. Oh, it's like blowing up a balloon too fast. Never mind. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go back after I figure out that that's all bullshit. I'm gonna go back and uh, scan that little mini vision that we had uh, using time and uh, uh, dimensional science. Okay. Um, oh, uh, that'll be a rat roll. Yep, difficulty of four. God damn, we are rolling too well tonight. Uh, four successes. You shut your mouth. You're gonna jinx it. When you um, see the, uh, so you kind of like go back into that vision, and you are feeling like you are at the um, epicenter of the dropping of the bomb on Hiroshima, and you can kind of feel the life force of all the people there that got just wiped out. And not just wiped, like, in the material realm, they were just wiped from the earth. But all of them became Wraith immediately and got sucked into this bomb. So this bomb is fueled by thousands and thousands of souls. Not only that, but then you see the, the other bomb going off and doing the same exact thing. Wiping out the, the physical bodies and just sucking the souls up into this and making it a supercharged spirit bomb like has never been seen before this thing has like the possibility of you would calculate that it might be able to wipe out an entire fucking solar system fuck okay now um, still... uh, go ahead Robert well if you have more to go from that go ahead uh well I was just going to uh you know condense the data and show it to my father, and I'm like, is is this consistent with what you think is going to happen? Because you're, you're planning on setting this thing off in order to take down the shield and prevent them from using it, right? Uh, yeah, that looks about, about what I've calculated. I just wanted to make sure. The effects on the world will be damaging but he kind of points at all of the the monitors and you see that there there is an interesting thing that's happening here at first you kind of thought that maybe it was just a bunch of pictures of uh, and monitoring that was happening on um altered earth that these monitors were kind of showing in the background it was you know it for for the shot purposes is all kind of fuzzy but it all kind of comes into clear view now and you can see that this is actually pictures of, of real Earth, of your guys' Earth. And you can see that there's different kind of shots of, of all these kind of events that are going on. Um, there's also shots of the fight that's happening on Mars, and there seems to be just an uproar of activity that is happening all across the planet. Um, 
there's a fight um, which you guys kind of had um, a little bit of a vision of at one point of two or well four very powerful vampires fighting in um like an abandoned area of like india like the like a wilderness area of india um and then there's um a bunch of um fighting that seems to be happening around mars there's um assaults that are happening on different um uh chantries across the entire world by um the technocracy like it's just a coordinated assault across everything and he says um, as you can see the time dilation effect that is happening here is no longer in place it looks like alexander in order to prevent the loop from ever happening again destroyed all of the time magic that was or that was built up around this realm and we have gone to real time if we don't do what we need to do here, they're going to have absolute power by the end of this. Now, I don't know exactly what's going to happen due to what we're going to do here, but I fear that if we don't act now, he, and he kind of points to one of the monitors, and you see um, Concordia, um, which is like this really powerful... Um, little kind of planetoid that the mages use as their headquarters um you see a man walking down the halls there's like a um in front of it, at the end of the door you can kind of see a round table with all of the different tradition markings on it um and a bunch of mages and like soldiers and stuff like that trying to stop him and he's just ripping them apart with pure thought like he just waves his hands and people are being like smashed up against a wall or just completely and utterly ripped apart and you see him take a seat at the the 10th seat that has the 10th symbol for the 10th sphere that nobody knows how to access and and he takes up a seat on that realm and he says, one of the last things that fate gave me was the ability to teleport Concordia here. And I am going to try and wipe out whatever the fuck that is. Uh, when he refers to that, he does points he like at the point guy, at us? He points at the guy that's sitting on the 10th seat at the seat of Concordia. I thought... No, you have to teach me fifth sphere of prime. <laughs> I'm probably like overly paranoid, but it's the last time that I want to also be like lax. So I want to subtly set up a deep kind of like lie detector kind of scan to really make sure that he is who he says he is and who we expect him to be and that everything he's telling us is kind of like well intentioned yeah. yeah uh go ahead and give me a um a perception plus empathy difficulty of six and that can do an enhancement on lowering the difficulty on an arate roll which will be a mind arate roll difficulty of six so difficulty will be three for your Arate roll. Successes. Seems on pretty much the up and up from what you can tell. 
doesn't you don't feel any level of deceit that's going on here yeah i'm watching him <laughs> um he is holding something back though there is something there is something that he is holding back actually a little there is a he's he's not lying but he's not telling the full truth uh i switch over to private channel the Tycho. And I tell him, there's something that your father is keeping from you. I'm sorry to do this, but you need to press him. Is it... Do you think it's just that he's fully made of spirit stuff now and can't come back to Earth? Or is it something more? Something in addition? Something more. Uh, It's hard to tell. Maybe if you start leading him down a path, I might be able to get a better reading. But there's something he doesn't want us to know. No, he has to teach me before he goes. The thing he doesn't want us to know is that he doesn't like you and he doesn't want to <laughs> teach you Prom 5. Now, guy, get out of this channel. I thought this was a private com. <laughs> oh, you got, you got me on that one. It, yeah, you got me. <laughs> Oh man, uh, so meta. Anyway, um, yeah. So I'll I'll go and I'm helping my dad with stuff. Is that still happening? Uh, yep. And actually, he's getting quite down to the end here, and he kind of looks over at you all and says, "All right, looks like I have um everything pretty much set that we need here." And he taps a few more things, and there's a big portal that kind of opens up in the middle of the room, and you can see um, altered techno gate on the other side. Um, all the other soldiers and stuff like that seem to be, um, you know, like preparing stuff. And um, there seems to be a little bit of uh, commotion, you know, kind of on the other side as they're getting everything all prepped and ready. Um, and he's like, okay, go ahead and go through the door. I'll be right behind you. If you're going to face that guy, we should be there with you. Oh, I'm, I, I'll be right behind you. Agree. Uh, yeah, it, I you, trust him. I'll go. I'll go through the you, doorway. You guys, you guys go ahead. Uh, I will presuming, go through. Presuming they go ahead, I'm gonna you know turn I, on. I my stare at you like. both for about five seconds, and then I go. Your dad kind of looks over at you and is like, "You never were one to listen listen to anything that I told you to do. <laughs> always, always stubborn." I always listen to you. I always questioned it. That's what you taught me to do. What aren't you telling us? Well, let's just say that uh, one of us needs to stay behind to finish this, and there's only one of us that is capable of doing that. I was so proud to be able to see you for one last time, but this will be the last time that we will be seeing each other. Wait. You saw the... My friend, Sosie. From before. She basically runs on quintessence. If I could bring her here, you could you could channel enough quintessence into her to get out of anything. Would it work? You you could go she she's from uh Cyber Realm. I'm sure you've been there before. Interesting. Feel like I've met her before. Ah yes, yeah, so see. <laughs> The uh, combustion engine spirit, right? Yeah. You, you know her? 
I met her one time on one of my adventures. Uh, it was uh, it was an interesting encounter for sure. Um, he thinks about it for for a couple seconds and is like, you know, I might have a chance if she if she can assist me, but uh, I I would I would have to ask her to do such a thing. Uh, yeah, no, you don't tell Sosi what to do. You can only ask. All right, uh, I'm gonna. I'm going to flex in front of my dad and, and pull her into our realm, wherever we are, from wherever she is. Back out of the void. Ah, that yeah. place sucked. So I, I just start, you know, typing on my hand terminal or whatever. Yeah, she, I don't know uh, if you want me to roll for that. Nope, you yeah. don't need to roll. That's fine. Um, so she, she kind of like appears out of nothingness and kind of like vroom vrooms around. And uh, he's like, all right, well. I don't know exactly what will happen because of what we are doing here today, but I can say that this is not going to be an easy ride. I hope to see you on the other side. One day. Uh, oh, uh, I, I go over to Sosie, who's, you know, idling somewhere. And I just, uh, I pat her on the, you know, the, the top where you pat a car. You know, when you slap a car and say whatever it is about the car. Like, this car can fit lots of dads. <laughs> uh, and I was just, Sosie, I'm going to miss you, girl, but uh need to help him out now. Vroom, vroom. I just turn around and go to my dad, and I hand him the keychain that is, that is Sosie. And he pulls you in for a big hug. See you on the other side. One day. I love you, man. And love you too, Dad. Oh, it's so sad. And uh, so you enter back over into Technogate, and you kind of see what the um, what all of the other spirit people are kind of doing. It looks like they're prepping a spaceship, and uh, they seem to like direct you onto it and and give you the instructions that when the the explosion happens, you're going to ride the wave out through the techno gate, the altered techno gate. And with the shield going down, hopefully at the same time, if everything all works out, you guys should be able to reach escape velocity if all of the calculations are properly done. So anything that you want to do before or after bordering the mini starship that they kind of built for you? No shuttlecraft. Are any of them trying to come with us? Nope. Do they all know they're gonna like not exist anymore? Do you ask? No, I'm just no. kind of <laughs> trying to figure it out. <laughs> Why would you hey, do are, that? Are you sure we that you guys are all gonna die? I hope you know that. And it just slowly starts spreading as chaos starts erupting in Technogate, Alter Technogate. No, um, yeah, they seem to be aware of of what's going on, um, but they're also tired of of the existence that they're in to a certain degree with the 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 way that Alexander kind of runs everything as a robot shop, basically. Um, this is this is kind of like hell for for most of the spirits here. Oh, okay. They're hoping uh, that we should turn into energy. So. 
Uh, well, we should check those calculations at the very least. I'll I'll check them. All right. Uh, give me an Arte roll. Uh, difficulty of eight. You can lower that with a uh, hyper science plus intelligence. Uh, Technology would also work, but difficulty will be nine instead of uh, eight. Is it's eight with oh. hypertech? No, with hypertech it'll be six. Sorry, eight with without oh. hypertech. Uh, wow. And seven successes. Oh wait, on that. So that just lowers, lowers my ret difficulty to three, probably. Yeah. So yeah, difficulty will be three then for your arte roll. All right. Uh, two successes. All right. Uh, with two successes on your Arate roll, you're kind of looking over the different calculations here, and everything seems to be pretty up and up here. Um, you know, you don't have a full understanding of it at this point, but, uh, you know, seems seems like it should work. All right. Looks like it should work, guys. All right. Where's so up? time is kind of counting down. Um, you see that there's a 30-second timer that's uh, going off. It, in the... what, what was that, Malachi? Uh, as I see the timer counting down, I'm just like, hey, where, well, where's Buck? He's going he's gonna to teach me about power systems. He's right behind us, he said. No, he had I... to uh, He had to stay behind. I kind of look uh, at Malachi and try to grab his eyes and just like give him a little shake of the head like, nah, man. Don't Re reading the room. Um, I go back to verifying the ship's power is uh, set to go and dive into the council that's in front of me. And actually, uh, I'll like. Don't worry. Uh, like, I know that Buck can't come back to Earth. I mean, my dad. My dad can't come back to Earth. Not really. But I left him with Sosie. He'll probably be able to get out. She's a she's a strong girl. As the clock being honest, I never expected to find him alive. If anyone can get out of it, it's probably him. Damn right. As the uh, clock starts counting down, um, you kind of get this feeling of dread all of a sudden that fills all um, four of you. It doesn't like take grip or do anything, but you kind of just get this feeling like something has arrived on altered earth or like near altered earth. That's even like penetrating the shield that's around it. Um, and feels like it, 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 like it busted through the barrier just as the clock started to click, keep clicking down to zero and you feel you know a, a burst of light happening behind you the ship takes off and goes through the techno gate at the same exact time as the like energy field like consumes the techno gate um, altered techno gate uh, hangar bay that you guys are in as you guys get pushed through the techno gate by the energy wave itself and you can feel that there was something else that was there too. 
and everything just kind of goes nuts. All of the instruments are all over the board. You you're you feel like you're in that spaghetti mode, but then you've been splintered into a billion different spaghetti pieces, like uh like just uh, ripped apart at the molecular level, like you've never felt um in techno going through the techno gate before. Um when you guys come out the other side, you see a your ship kind of crash lands. It's filled with, uh, you know, it's just completely frozen over with just um, crazy, you know, uh, breaking of the pieces of it are like starting to break off. And it's just um, the entire like exterior armor plating is just completely frozen solid. Um all of your instruments go dead. All of the, um, you know, the the power of the entire shuttlecraft seems to have shut down. And the last thing that you kind of saw on the screen before everything kind of powered down was the an empty hangar of Technogate. Um, not destroyed, not damaged, just empty. Uh, um, what's, what's the state of my body and what can I see? Um, let's go ahead and do, um, everybody try and soak three damage. Uh, so, uh, stamina difficulty of six. Just a straight stamina roll? Yep. If you got armor, you can include that. Include that. Is this considered prime? Primed damage? Uh, no. This is, uh, just standard bashing damage. From getting jostled around. Uh, <clears throat> difficulty six. Yep. Ooh no. <laughs> well, you can't botch, so that's good. And you didn't botch anyways. But uh, so Tycho, you have three damage. Phaedra, you have one damage. Robert, you have no damage. And Tycho, you have one damage. Uh, okay. I took three. Is it bashing? Yep. We're lethal. Bashing. All right. All right. I'm at negative uh, one on the health. So you got a little bump on your head, basically. I slap a, a band aid on you. <laughs> I don't know. You're all right. So, that sensation that we felt before that like made its way through the barrier, does it feel similar to, to. Have I felt that sensation before? Um, when you guys were in the future. There's, there was like almost a tinge of that feeling in the back of your, your mind that you didn't really even realize at the time until you felt it then. It didn't have anything to do with possible vicissitude? Um, it did not seem like it connected to your vicissitude uh, directly, no. Okay. Indirectly, there is a connection. Uh, so I, I unstrap, uh, I, I start walking around, uh, can I exit the ship? Um, you will have to do a strength roll, difficulty of six, um, need two successes uh, is, in order to... Is there, is the, is the door jammed or something? Yep. <clears throat> hey, Malachi, are you, are you, uh... I got you. Are you alright? Phaedra's <laughs> like, I can do this! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got an exosuit. That's why I was asking if he wanted to help. Or, you know, because he fixes mechanical items. Like, no, I got up. 
Popped a caffeine pill, slapped a band-aid on you, and opened the door. I'm standing there watching in uh, in awe of just like, huh, yeah. Not, that whole uh, Obama holding a beer with the uh, not bad facial expression, that's exactly what the facial expression that I have right now. I might not be good with computers, but give me a, a Petri dish and, and something to, to, to pull and I got you. Uh, door opens. What do we see? Where the fuck are we? Um, so when you guys open up the door, you guys um, look around and it looks like Technogate, but abandoned. But not abandoned in the sense like something came through and destroyed everything. Everything has like boxes and, you know, everything's like kind of neatly packed away. All the power has been shut down. There's emergency lighting basically that... You know, just the most minimal amount of power that's kind of going down here. Uh, I would like to request uh, an intelligence plus childhood at the construct roll, which okay. I have one dot in. Uh, I'm just going to, because I don't want to build the roll, uh, I'm just going to roll four dice. Uh, that looks like one success. Uh... Does this look like the techno gate we left, or is it a different time frame? Um, it looks like your techno gate, the one that you're f very familiar with. Okay. I would like to look around for a newspaper which existed back then. <laughs> <laughs> Even in 1999, there was newspapers. All is right. there a is there an internal techno gate uh, technocracy newspaper? That prints the real news. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, maybe there is uh, one of those uh, that kind of... Yeah, I'd say the technocracy has its own internal newspaper, kind of. God, that would be, be weird. A bad thing, but maybe a good thing. It's um, probably challenging to read as a commoner. What, right. what do you call no. it? It's, it's the onion. Sleeper. The onion. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, it is the onion. The onion is true, and it just got out. Um, so you don't find any evidence of any newspaper around in the immediate uh, hangar facility. Uh, but you do see boxes, um, and you do see one with a marking on it of um, October uh, two, 1999. You're able to find, like, some identification tags. And you kind of, as you're kind of looking That's... around, we'll say that you guys kind of check a few other things. But yeah, there seems to be some indications that this is sometime after October of 1999. So that would be like three, four months? Yep. So it seems Does, like you guys have lost okay. at least that much time. Does that mean uh, we did it as I look to the other four? The other three? I mean, the world's not burning. I mean, we, we don't know unless we go outside. Yeah. Uh, Robert, uh, can you uh, connect to the local systems over Wi-Fi? Uh, I can try. You've, you've probably got better um, better equipment than I do. I've I've just got this shitty old ARM terminal. Yeah, no, I'll uh, <clears throat> I'll get the old briefcase laptop booted up. How's everybody feeling? That was uh, quite the ordeal. It went smoother than I expected. Kind of feel like. There had to be more. Same. But maybe I'm, I'm just being paranoid at this point. I'm super disappointed that there's a good... I'm, I'm 
super disappointed there's a good chance I won't be trained by the legendary Buck Samsonite in to Master Prime. But we'll that's find him. That's not I'm not I didn't say that out loud. Just on my face. Are you is is that next? Are you gonna try to find your dad? Or uh are you gonna wait for him to try and reach out? You know? I found him once. I think I'll uh I'll probably find him again. Um, the very least, you know, Sosie is. Uh, she's a good car. Well, he's, he's that's a good the hand. thing about Sosie is if she's destroyed somewhere, she sows. She kind of she manifests again. That's uh, you know, if you're riding in her when she's destroyed, you you don't necessarily survive, but but she does, and. She seems to remember. So, even if uh, even he if he didn't make it out, she will. And uh, if I find her again, she'll be able to let me know. I hope he did, though. Um, for connecting to the internet, um, the basic you definitely don't have any Wi-Fi signal down here, but you can use correspondence to try and get a uh, connection. Uh, I would require like correspondence too to pick up a Wi-Fi signal. Where the fuck you guys are right now? There is also I happen of, to have correspondence too. Uh, I have a nodes or whatever that. You know, I've got a I've got a connected. direct beam antenna that I rigged up that I'm gonna try to penetrate through and see if I can at least get a half decent connection. Uh, and I am just going to uh, use uh, dimensional science and uh, whatever device I use for that. Uh, to figure out, uh, is this the real life, or is this just fantasy? Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> so yeah, difficulty of... Um, so it'd be difficulty 5 for your arte for connecting to the internet, and for is this reality, I'll do this difficulty 4. I'm just going to poke my head into all the local rooms. I'm just, you know, looking for people or threats. Uh, yeah, standard scan of the area. Seems to be completely abandoned, everything that you check, but it's like neatly abandoned, you know, it definitely was properly procedurally cleaned out. There's, you know, boxes of stuff that are kind of just put aside, but it's, you know, just, it's more as like everything's reconverted into storage for whatever the fuck was here originally, whatever they didn't want to take out. I love everybody when I come back. (laughs) So it's going to be an Arte roll to try and get a connection? Yep, difficulty of uh, five. Can I do a wits technology for the antenna to try and bring that down? Oh, absolutely, yep. (laughs) Nice. Uh, So yeah, difficulty will be three then. And you have an internet connection. In fact, you have like a one gig internet connection. I look up. up I'm in. (laughs) I'm in, he said. Um, so where do you go first? Uh, my mother's lap. What on the internet? Or you? Uh, well, while he's connecting to the internet and doing that, I am going to usher us to my mother's lap. All right. So on the internet, where are you going first? What are we looking for? The news. Go to Yahoo News. What's your What's it's your homepage? One. I guess what's I guess what's your homepage? Uh, dog pile. Dogpile pulls up, uh, gives you a date of um, July 12th, 2000, 2000, 
<laughs> I feel like it, I was trying to, like, there would be more to that, but no, it's the year 2000. This can't be right. And I start running a diagnostic to compare the time it's showing to what we would expect. Yeah, you have lost a year. Um, all of your devices and everything, you know, say that it is um, basically July 12th of, two, of 1999. Um, but everything you can find on the internet, including news of the last uh, year, is that... I don't say anything. I don't say anything, and I just, like, quietly turn my briefcase around so the screen's facing out for everyone to look. Are you fucking with us, Robert? That means we that means we won. The world didn't end in July of last year, apparently. Apparently last year. Right? This is good news. As you guys uh, arrive at right? the lab, uh, her lab is just, you know, packaged up, same thing as everywhere else. But this is weird, like what happened? And I tried to access the internal network is this a bad idea <laughs> um so yeah you access the internal network and um it actually lets you in um has like passcodes uh, all of your passcodes are still valid um or valid enough for you to use them for hacking purposes in the quote, it's an old quote, code. tv world that we use <laughs> it's an old code but it's well, still valid um you know, because they, their security officers didn't go through because they had like some, you know, chum T1 dude who was like, oh, I'm just going to just going to shut down the system. I'm not going <laughs> to remove the passwords uh, or access uh, users. Anyways, um, you access the main network uh, with your basic stuff. Um, the basis of what you can tell is um, there, you know, immediately you can tell that around October, this facility was shut down. Um, that there was a decommission of this entire facility. Technogate was completely shut down. Um, and there's reports of, like, as you kind of dig back a little bit, um, there's reports of stuff that kind of happened, um, you know, some kind of big activity that happened before that. But a lot of it is all kind of fragmented and kind of weird. Um, give me a intelligence plus computers or uh, research or something of your device, but I believe computers would be a suitable. Intelligence investigation? Uh, intelligence investigations would work too. Difficulty of six. Whoa. Would you like some help? <laughs> one success. Um, so with one success, uh, you're going to get the basic of, uh, yeah, there's like, you know, there's... Basically, this entire place got defunded, is what you can tell with one success. Uh, but you I don't can't know figure out what happened, but all of a sudden, it just everything just was shut down. It just stops. Sager, do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just... I'm gonna take a dabble in. This is my forte. Crack my knuckles. You've you've made your way around these networks before. I I get the feeling. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't like computers, but there's got to be documents around here I can look into. Uh, have we made it to my mother's lab yet? Yep, and your mother's lab is just empty. You know, same thing. Everything's all packaged away. Phaedra okay. also kind of uh, looks into it and is like, I, that's, yeah, you're right. And you're kind of maybe doubting that he's right. But yeah, that sounds about right. Because you, you couldn't confirm oh, anything. Jesus Christ. 
can I find my mother's office? I start to try um, and locate yeah, her personal same thing record. Packed up. <clears throat> okay. Uh. Okay. Let me know if I'm taking too much of a liberty here. Uh, can I find the dedicated hard wire that connects my mother's office to my mother's house? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Is there a phone still connected to that dedicated hard wire? Seems to be offline. Oh. You, there's still, you know, there's still kind of like, because of the way that she wired it, you know, it's kind of illegal-ish kind of like she's got a direct line to her to her but whoever oh that's you actually you can access she told that me phone, but that was standard <laughs> she was she told me that was standard uh like a, a standard thing for department heads for a hardwired connection uh so so when i find that uh the the terminal actually um, I'm gonna just wait. give it to you in the I don't want you to have to roll for this, but you have like the ability to access all like they have a home security system and stuff like that. Um uh the house that you connect to, which is your mother's house, but apparently your mother's not there. Like it's owned by somebody else now, it's in somebody else's name in October of um actually, well, yeah, it would be around October that this house would have got transferred over to a new person. Uh Freaks the fuck out. <laughs> I look over at Malachi and kind of like nod towards him and I start trying to dig up her personnel file to see if we can figure out like if she got transferred somewhere or what happened. She is listed as MIA. My house! <laughs> <laughs> She's listed as MIA, uh, missing as of uh, July of um, 1999. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, general. Where's the general? Yeah, going doing the same thing. Tap 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 tap. MIA, MIA is... July nineteen ninety nine. Yep. I just start flying through people that we can think of. Yep, everybody on my DNA list. I'm going through. MIA, 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 MIA. Brooklyn. MIA. Yeah, you, well, I mean, you guys, I guess you guys didn't have to do yeah, more. He, he, like, yeah, have to go. he wouldn't be in the system. Yeah. I'm going to my apartment. <laughs> uh, your, go. your, your apartment is not owned by you anymore. and has uh, The building has been <gasps> torn down. <gasps> and a new, uh, there's like a, a Hardee's there. Uh, I'm, wait, they demolished my house? Who who took well, your you stuff? You lived in an apartment. They fucking just rented it out to someone else. Yeah, I'm and I'm grabbing my art... pistol. I've got shit in my apartment that is still there. <laughs> oh shit! I forgot about that. <laughs> that I'm not supposed to know about. I'm not supposed to know about that thing. Well, you know about all the other things at my apartment. You should still be shitting your pants. Well, they cleaned out the fucking techno gate. Came by. Yeah, but Bastards. no one knows what's in my apartment. Oh, girl. I'm pretty sure they found out. Where, they knew where you shit? lived. I'm yeah, going there the anyway. Alright, so Phaedra, you uh, you head out from Technogate. Um, I'm going to not have you guys have to do any rules for this, but you guys kind of have to get some basic kind of, you know, power back to the elevator and stuff like that when you come out there is like a you're in like a secure area 
Um, so there is like posted guards on the outside around the, the building that you kind of can identify pretty easily with all of the abilities that you guys have, um, and get around. They're just normal humans. Um, nothing special about them or anything like that. And you kind of have a a better knowledge and they're not really like nobody. It's just that you're basically in the national guard, uh, air, uh, airfield uh in in madison so there is some security because it's the national guard area of the airport um but uh because so, they got fighter jets and shit like that around but you guys know your way around how to how to act how to do you 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 even more be worried recognized. about people coming in than going out <laughs> yeah exactly so you guys are able to get out without a problem um Phaedra, you head on out uh when you guys when you get to the uh the apartment or where the apartment was yeah you see like a new it wasn't sorry it wasn't a mcdonald's or whatever but it was uh it's a new condo you know kind of been put up in the area where you were so my apartment has been demolished and rebuilt yep osi's gone the apartment's gone your mom's gone phaedra breaks down she she just she lays on the floor in the fetal position the floor of the I car. Really try to comfort her. Like, no, I got out, and I'm on, like, I'm on the doorstep of this brand new apartment, looking like a crazy homeless person, which I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, my house is gone too. We can't go back there. What? It's okay, mom. It's okay. It's okay. Everything's fine. As you're kind of like flipping out, you do get a ping on your phone. Um, now that your phone is back on online, and you do see that you do have a bunch of text messages and stuff like that. There is a warehouse that all of your items have been stored. Oh, I'm picturing some minimum wage moving company just loading all your shit up. <laughs> Being like, what storage department is that? <laughs> Don't ask questions, dude. Just move it. I, I slowly get up and I act like nothing, nothing happened, and I get in the car. <laughs> I just imagine as you're like laying on the ground, like, and you're freaking out. You just hear ding, 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 as their phone just starts going crazy. And then, like that long pause of me reading through all of it as I'm still crying. And then I just stopped abruptly yeah. and I get up. Face immediately changes. Brush the, oh. the dirt off my knees and I'm like, okay. I'm going to a warehouse to get my shit. <laughs> no. We're going to a warehouse. Okay. So okay. we are coming up on, uh, we're well past 10 o'clock now at this point. Um, so I think we'll start wrapping it on up here, um, but we will be phasing into the new chapter of Technogate 2000. Um, one of the big things oh, I'm here. Change the thing. Oh, uh, if you've got something real quick that you want to do. Uh, no, I'm going to change the, the, the text on the graphic. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll be switching over. Um, I kind of want to do, um, and we're going to set up, I think, a, a Technogate 1999 after party um, is going to be like the next uh, thing that I kind of want to do for this. 
and and then we'll be moving into Technogate 2000. Um, and in Technogate 2000, the focus of this is going to be that everything that you kind of knew that existed is now kind of gone, and you're going to have to build up from scratch. Um, you guys do have access to Technogate, although you don't have funding for it, and you don't even have any of like access to a lot of the power that that Technogate once had. But there are bunch of stuff inside a techno gate that you might still be able to scavenge on through in the likes um you don't necessarily have uh you know you have no contact with anybody so you can either build up your own technocracy from scratch or try and look for you know the technocracy that exists today um you also don't have any idea what you know what all the different kind of but everything that you kind of um the based off of what we've kind of already done in the ending of really Technogate 1999 is that you find really nobody that every supernatural that you kind of go hunting for is on the lamb either is dead or missing and as far as you can tell there are very rare instances of supernatural you are able to find you know like news clippings and reports and stuff like that that kind of make you feel like there is still supernatural out there um and but you unless one of you want to really quickly just say that you've called up the fucking fbi and was like i'm going to tell you the whole story of insuring yourself into the government um there's there's no direct way for you guys to easily get a hold of any or there is no way that you guys are finding to get a hold of the quote unquote technocracy that you knew before nor any of your allies or enemies um now we will pick up to the point where some of the people you you might need to go out and try and get a, a harder it's harder to get a hold of them such as uh maxi um uh wild rider um you know these characters you might be able to try and, and go uh we might do some games on going and finding these guys um or digging into more of this but the the basis ending of this here is that you guys have entered back into a world that seems to be the same world that you were in before but almost devoid of supernatural activity that you're immediately connected to um, however you do see peripheral activity um and i'm gonna say that there is um, like an event that kind of happens during the downtime a little bit too that you guys do witness like an awakening that happens for somebody um so you do know that there are supernaturals to a small degree that are still left and awakenings that are happening um but it is like everybody that was in charge and the entire structure that you guys are used to is completely gone now and you're gonna have to decide whether you turn yourself into the government or you take over Technogate and decide on how you're gonna want to move forward with your either investigating into what's going on or however you wherever direction you guys kind of want to take it but it's turning it a little bit more into a little bit more of an open world where you guys are in charge instead of being directed to go do something you're on your own for investigating now um, and the entire world has changed basically well that sounds cool yeah yeah the world is my petri dish now yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do we get experience for tonight? Yes, I'm going to give you guys 10 experience points for tonight. Oh, 
I'm, I'm going to buy myself an Arette, probably. I'll decide later. I need to just keep 35 experience handy, just in case uh, <laughs> Buck, Buck shows up again. He could teach me Prime 5. Um, you do hear about a Avatar Storm. It is something that came and went. Um, it's something that is is buried a little bit and um, something I'll give you at the start here or at the end here, I guess, in the start of Technogate uh, 2000 is that there was an event called the Avatar Storm that that did take place and supposedly it, it fucked up everything. Um, but it didn't bring an end to the world and it doesn't look like, you know, whatever happened in the other future didn't happen here. It happened differently. Does there seem to be any uh, fundamental changes to the gauntlet? Um, at this time, does not seem to be any fundamental changes to the gauntlet. Um, it's um, as far as you can tell, there is no you know the ability to pierce the gauntlet is the same as before. But there were reports that if you tried to pierce the gauntlet during this avatar storm, that you would get ripped to shreds. There was some kind of weird storm that happened in the Umbra that trying to go into the Umbra would basically kill or maul most of the mages that tried doing it. Um, supposedly something happened on the other side of the um, the Umbra or in outer space that caused like a massive uh, space quake, basically, that uh, shifted all of the other dimensions and caused a mass upheaval. Um, so all of the realms that you've been to before are different now. I definitely like side-eyed look left. Uh, that one meme with the the bear, where he like side eyes the camera. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, did we did we do that? Um, yeah, some kind oh, of weird squeeze, base quake, you know, like a solar system exploding or something. Sounds familiar. <laughs> Yeah, no. Let's give it all away before uh, you know. Before our characters get to uh, explore, you know. Yeah. On that note, I've got to go. Yeah, me too. Awesome. Have a good night. Bye, peeps and peepets. Yeah, later, guys. Thanks for watching. Bye, everybody.